Hello, this is Deanna Heron, and welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. This podcast is created for the woman who wants to be bold in who you were created to be, to shine bright with grace. My goal is to empower you to become the greatest version of yourself through interviews with successful women entrepreneurs, through question answer sessions, and tips from myself in my 22 years of leadership and entrepreneurship. So let's dive in to the greatest version of yourself. Hello, this is Deanna Heron, and welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. Here with you again on another Tuesday. Thank you so much for being a part of this incredible community that has been created through this podcast. Amazing women who want to better themselves, better this world, and increase their influence. And that is truly what is happening. So thank you for being a part of this community. If you have not had an opportunity to listen to the last podcast, I do an interview that you absolutely must listen to. This amazing lady, young lady, who really talks about her heart for relationships with single women. So take a listen. This podcast today, I want to share with you, I'm going to make a switch in some topics, and I want to start talking to you about more of leadership. Leadership is something that I have been a part of for 22 years, and I have to tell you, I never really thought that I would be in a leadership position. But I want you guys to know we all lead. Everybody leads. So you may be leading your family. You may be leading a team, an organization, your neighborhood association, whatever that is, but we all lead. And I want to teach you how to create a winning team. Over my 22 years in leadership, I have created many teams But what I really love to do is to create teams that win, teams that stick around, but teams that win. And there is a secret. There is some things that I can share with you that would really impact the way that you can create that winning team. So if I could cut down the amount of time it takes for you to grow in your leadership by some of these tips, that would really mean the world to me. Here's what I want you to know. My team that is incredible, I have team all over the world. We have been in the top 10 producers for the last 17 years. 17 years. Why? Because we have a winning team. I've created a winning team and they have created winning teams. So it's something that has duplicated down and everybody wins when there's an amazing, amazing culture within the organization. I have learned things that I will repeat in my business, but I've also learned a lot of things that I will never repeat in my business. Can you guys relate to that? And it's so true. We will make mistakes along our journey. It doesn't matter if it's in leadership or in life and marriage, parenting our children, whatever that is, we will make mistakes. And it's our choice to make the decision. Are we going to repeat those mistakes or not? Or are we going to learn from them and grow? And, you know, the mistakes that I have made or that I have seen in other organizations, I choose not to repeat them. That's the definition of crazy, right? Doing the same thing over and over, but expecting different results. So here's some five tips, five tips that I want to give you so that you can create your winning team. So tip number one, tip number one is leaders listen more than they speak. 
leaders listen more than they speak. I know that I know that I know that my background as a physician's assistant taught me to listen more than I speak. Because the only way that I will know how to diagnose the patient is if I listen. If I listen to what they're telling me, they are going to tell me what is wrong and how I can help them. And this is what I mean by that. When you lead people in any kind of format, we need to be laser focused, eye to eye, looking into their eyes and listening to what they have to share with us. And a lot of times, many of us, have so much going on. We have a tendency to get distracted and really not paying attention to the other person. Leaders listen more than they speak. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone and you're looking in their eyes and you're speaking from your heart, or maybe you're just having a conversation and the other person is looking over your head, looking side to side at other people in the room? I don't know how that makes you feel, but it makes me feel like, number one, they're not listening. And number two, I'm not as important as the people around in the room. And so you guys, it's really important as leaders for us to really eye to eye contact, laser focus on the person's eyes and listen. The other thing that I have experienced before is when I'm having a conversation, somebody interrupts me. The other person that, I, that I'm conversing with, they will interrupt me in the middle of me talking, right? That is a no-no. That's a no-no. Allow the person to speak and then add your input. Okay. So those are some tips. Leaders listen more than they speak and don't interrupt. Okay, don't interrupt when someone's talking. Number two, leaders show the way. We have to do things first so that we can show other people how to do what we do. Leaders also have to make mistakes because if we don't make a mistake, we don't know how to teach somebody else when the same thing happens in their leadership, within their organization, within their team, within their family. So our mistakes are there to grow us and not to shame us. Our mistakes are there for us to grow and to be able to share at the right time when someone's going through the same thing. So you will have periods in your leadership where there will be mistakes that you make. Just own it, save it. And when the time comes, that will be something that you will be able to coach your team through but we have to show the way. Be willing to do some of the scary things first so that you can let your team know, hey, I did it. Now come my way, follow me this way. I did it. I made it through it. I'm, I didn't die. It was a little bit scary, but come on, I'm gonna lead the way, okay? That's number two, leaders show the way. Number three, leaders create vision. Leaders create vision. What vision is to me is it depends on what kind of organization you have, whether it's corporate organization, a small organization, your family organization. But what is the vision for that organization? What is it that you want to achieve yourself? What is that vision? Do you want to be a team that gives back financially? Do you want to be a team that empowers 
men and women to become their very best? Do you want to have a team that is willing to excel in different areas, who are really willing to give amazing customer service? So what is your vision? For me and my and my vision has a lot to do with giving back. So I create, this is what my mission is. My mission is clearly to empower women to see their greatest power so that they can live out their purpose and influence people tenfold. And so knowing what my mission is, then I have a vision of what I want my life to look like through that mission. And my vision is big. My mission is huge. And I want to be able to impact millions of women. But what is your vision for your organization? What does that look like? If you don't have a vision, and this is said in in my favorite book, is that where there's no vision, people will perish. So think about what it is you want to create for your organization. What is it that you want to create for your life? And that's a whole other podcast that is something that really, really speaks to my heart is we have to have a strong, powerful vision. And most of us, what we do is we have a vision for our future, which we think is possible. And stay tuned because I'm going to teach you how to have a vision that is only God-sized, only God-sized. So create a vision, create a vision for where you're bringing your team. Number four, have an amazing culture within your team. Culture is everything. So what is it that you want to create? Do you want to create a culture of a team that loves each other, encourages each other, empowers each other, that is positive, that love to get together and connect, that share with each other? What kind of culture is it that you want to create? Or do you right now have a culture, maybe you're part of a culture at your job where it's constantly, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. You need to change this. You need to change that. So I have two examples for you. My first job that I ever um, had was at a fast food chain store. I was 15 years old, so I wasn't driving and I rode my bike. It was about five miles to work. Okay. I rode my bike and You know what got me to go to that job every single day? Because riding five miles to work and five miles back from work on a daily basis, that's hard for a 15-year-old to be earning minimum wage. But what got me back in that door every single day is when I walked through that door, I was treated like I was the superstar of the day. They complimented me on everything that I was doing right. They complimented me on how I would work the register and the drive-through, et cetera. So they were more willing to share the wins than they were the criticisms. Culture. Culture is everything. So I want you to write out a definition of what kind of culture do you want to create within your organization? Here's a couple um, couple things I want you to be aware of. When it comes to culture, refrain from always being about business. Culture is a relationships. It's about relationships. It doesn't matter if it is a, like I said, an organization, a business, a family. It's about relationships. And 
creating those relationships. So refrain from it always being about business. There should be times when maybe you go to lunch and you don't talk business. People will stay with you. They will trust you. They will like you when they know you have their back. And when you're constantly talking business, it's just one dimensional. And we are multidimensional people. People want to know that you care about them. So take them to lunch, pick up the phone and say, hey, just curious, how's your family? How's your husband? Didn't he have surgery? So be aware of building those relationships. Another thing that I want you to be aware of, so if you are a note taker, this is number four, and I'm on the second point of number four, offer growth opportunities. So offer ways for your team to grow. And here's what I mean by offering growth opportunities. Whenever I coach somebody and there is something that I see that if they just made that minor tweak, that they could absolutely increase their productivity increase their business, I ask permission. I will say, hey, Heidi, I know that you really want to be successful in what you're doing. May I have permission to coach you for just a second about something that I think would really improve your growth? So I ask permission and I'm giving an opportunity to grow. There have been times, and most of the time people were like, yes, please give me some feedback. I would love some feedback from you. But there have been times when people will say, no, I'm not ready to hear that. I'm not ready to hear that. And that's okay. I ask permission. They're not ready to grow. That's okay. But offer those growth opportunities. Those growth opportunities, when you're coaching someone, just remember that we have to give them about nine positives positive attributes about what they're doing to every one crucial conversation, a conversation that can improve their leadership growth. So people like to hear more positives than they do some of those crucial conversations. The third point under culture is find the wins. Find the wins. Many years ago, early on in my leadership, I read the book, Whale, W-H-A-L-E, Done by Ken Blanchard. Simple read, powerful book, if you haven't read it. And what it talks about is be the person who constantly seeks out the best in people, seeks out the best. And I want to talk to us women because sometimes, whether you have a boyfriend or a husband or whatever, this is where we can practice this, right? We can practice this by always looking for the best in our spouses, in our boyfriends, because sometimes we have a tendency just to focus on what they're lacking or what they're not doing, right? I've been practicing this with my husband. It's absolutely, absolutely beautiful because I'm focused on what I love about him. Now, when it comes to your team, find the wins and verbalize it. So find the wins. Man, I noticed today that you are 10 minutes early to work. It could be something as small as that. And by you noticing that they were early to work, guess what? They're going to want to come to work a little bit earlier. But by every day saying something like, you're late, you're late, you're late, you're late. We have to find something positive, okay? Now, obviously, you need to correct someone if they're constantly being late. 
But what I'm saying is celebrate the good things. Find the wins in every person. Many years ago, I was doing these these large training meetings. They were leadership training meetings. And I had a young lady who was part of these trainings and she would show up every month, every week that I offered them, she was there. And she wasn't someone who was super productive, but she was someone that was present. She was present. She was there. She was taking notes. And when she walked into the room, I would wrap my arms around her, give her a big hug. And I would say, welcome, go have a seat. And I can't wait to share with you tonight, whatever. And, you know, this happened for years and years still productivity was not a whole lot. She moved from the area. And before she moved, she called me and said, hey, can I come by your house? I have something for you. And I said, sure, come by my house. She walked into my house. She had made me the most amazing picture that she had hand painted. And it was a picture of a tree. And it was a big tree with lots of branches. And it had deep, deep roots. And she hands me the picture and she also has a handwritten note, which we don't see those very often. It was on notebook paper. She has, she had a handwritten note that, that just talked about how fortunate she felt to be in my life for the last couple of years. And she said, Deanna, I was not one of your highest producers. She goes, in fact, I didn't do a whole lot, but when I walked in the room And anytime I had a conversation with you, you made me feel like I was the most valuable player in that room, the most valuable player. And she said, I, I did this picture for you. I painted this picture for you because I want you to know all of those branches on this tree are the people that you have been able to grow by making them feel the way that I feel. And those deep roots are going deep into the earth because you have created such a strong group of people surrounding you. You guys, whoa, you never know what you will do or how you will impact someone just by finding the good, by finding the good. And it's not about productivity. It's not about being number one. People want to know that they're worthy. And that's our job as leaders is to share that with them. Fourth point under culture is create an environment where your team wants to show up. Your team wants to show up. So again, I'm going back to my fast food chain. They created an environment where I wanted to come. It was positive. They were uplifting. It wasn't this push, push, push. You have to sell, sell, sell constantly. I felt like I was a part of something amazing. So I know in a lot of, a lot of companies, it's all about the dollar. And we know we have, to, we have to have the dollar, right? But when we're constantly pushing and driving and pushing our team, exhaustion happens. So we want to create an environment of, that's uplifting because when we're constantly pushing our team, that costs us productivity. So as a leader, you need to know that. So it can't always be push, push, push. There has to be some fun involved in it. There has to be some 
you know, time where you just regroup and build your team and grow their leadership, et cetera. But this is what the push will cost us as leaders. It, de- it causes stress for our team and it decreases the productivity, it causes health problems. I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely been in a place where, you know, I haven't been super healthy because I push too hard myself. I push myself too hard. So it causes health problems and people to be mentally or physically absent. Okay. Emotions affect performance. So if you have good emotions in the environment, in the culture, you're going to have a lot of positive energy. Good emotions create great energy. Whereas negative emotions through the push, push, push are going to create more of a negative environment. Okay, so what kind of environment do you want to create? One of positive emotions, right? So I am a person in in my organization, negativity comes to me. Negativity does not go out throughout the organization. That can cause massive destruction. So be aware of what you're letting out in your team, okay? Especially in front of a, a group situation. So that is culture. That is adding growth opportunities, finding the wins, creating an environment where your team wants to show up. Okay, number five. This is my favorite. And I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but people over profit. There has been times in my business where it was profit over people. That doesn't work. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. People want to know that you care. And that's not about why are your numbers so low? Picking up the phone, you why are your numbers so low? What, you know, what what do you need to do more of? How can you push through that? There might be something happening in their personal life. So people over profit to me is noticing someone who has lost a little bit of productivity and picking up the phone and saying, hey, are you okay? Is everything okay in your home? Anything that I can help you with? That gives them the opportunity to share with you. It gives you the opportunity to see into their life, but it also lets them know, okay, they care more about me at this very moment than they do about profit. And so add that to your leadership to create that winning team. Care about the other person. I'm going to tell you that your production will go up when you show that you care about your team. You care about them as much as you care about a growing, thriving business. So those are my tips for you for building a winning team. And I can go into these for hours, literally. They're all in my brain over 22 years of leadership. But I want to, lastly, I just want to end with, I want you to focus on being a greatness guide, a greatness guide, a leader who guides others to their greatness. You know what happens when we guide each other to their greatness, when we find their gifts and talents, it's going to lift you up. That will lift you up. When you are finding the gold in other people, that will help to lift you up as well. You know, that's what we're here for. We're here to find the gold in others. So you 
focus on being the greatness guide. I want you to know that I believe in if I believe in you and I believe that you can accomplish anything that you set out to. And if you haven't had anyone today tell you how great you are and the gifts and talents that you have, I want to be the one. I want to be the one to tell you, you can do anything you set your mind to. Be a greatness guide. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for being a part again to this community. If you have not joined Deanna's Diamonds, it's a private Facebook group where women empower women. Go to DeannaHeron.net and ask to be added to that group, and I'm happy to add you to that. Follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Deanna Heron. I answer all of my DMs, and so please reach out to me. I would love to hear what topic you would like to hear, whether it's more leadership, family, marriage, health, whatever that topic is, I'm, I'm happy to hear. Most of the things that I talk about on this podcast are suggestions from one of you. And always, it would be the world to me if this podcast added value to you, if you would go and rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast and share it with your family and friends. That keeps us up on the top of the podcast um, so that more people have the opportunity to listen. I appreciate you and I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday on a new podcast. Have an amazing week. Goodbye, everyone.